This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. This is I Said No Gifts, and I'm Bridger Weiniger. Uh, I hope you're wearing your favorite shirt. I And if you're not, maybe take a minute and go put that on. I don't want you looking bad. I want you looking and feeling your best while you're listening. Because right now, I'm about to introduce one of my all-time favorites. Just the funniest man. Yes, or Lester. Yes, sir. Welcome to <laughs> I Said No Gifts. Richard, number one, thank you so much for having me. And your voice is so regal that it almost reads as sarcastic when it's not watching me. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I secretly hate him. Yes, sir, Lester. Hi, <laughs> Bridget. Wow, this is exciting. I mean... So you are the first remote recording we've done. We recorded 16 episodes before the world yeah. blew up, and yeah. those have been airing, and I've been uh, dragging my feet as far as this scenario goes, because yeah, yeah. for obvious reasons, I don't want to be talking to someone on the computer, but we're just going to do it. And here you are, and you're, uh, or you're in my bedroom, I'm in your closet, uh-huh. and we're in our listeners' ears. And you, uh, before the podcast began, you uh, indicated that you're, uh, you just bought some new uh, motion lights for your closet, which I yeah. get to experience while watching you. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, for those of you that can't see clearly, uh, if I stop moving, the lights go out. So me and Bridger will be talking and then it just goes completely dark, which has got to be so stupid and confusing. Like what a stupid, confusing time. I, I'm i hoping that the next time the light comes back on, your throat is slit. <laughs> I've just witnessed a murder. It's oh my very God. That, that I mean this sincerely with all my heart, it would be worth it. It would really be so i i wish i would have had i even remotely thought about that i would have hired someone to kill me today <laughs> oh listen to the episode of the podcast where yasser is murdered <laughs> it would be funny if i got murdered like two minutes in 
And then you kept going. <laughs> Just kept going. Yeah, yeah. I've got some other things on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeser has been crushed by a chandelier. And, uh, <laughs> From Jake Wiseman's old shop. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot. Yeah, he worked in a chandelier store. He used to work in a chandelier store, yeah. Yes, sir. We've known Our each guy. other for a while. We knew each other over the internet for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But only yeah, yeah. like in the last year or so, we've actually gotten to know each other. We worked yeah, yeah. on Black Monday. Yeah, but I—I uh, I mean, I think the thing that immediately we bonded over, and we won't be able to get into this too much because <laughs> I know. Names, <laughs> right. is things we don't like. Oh, buddy, there's TV shows we hate. There's songs we hate. There's books. There's people. Like I mean, there's there's <laughs> an encyclopedia of things to dislike. <laughs> I'll say this one thing that I genuinely, and I like. It's hard because you never want to be the per like there to me there's nothing cornier than the person you meet who like walks in and their personality is like this sucks oh, and you're like ooh. all right yeah like sure i guess but like there is something to be said about we the way we love each other because of what we both hate is what I like. Oh, it's well, and I think it came out organically. You know, right, marching right. hating things. It's just like right, yeah, yeah. Somebody like breaks the seal, mentions something yeah. you don't like, and then it's just an avalanche. <laughs> yeah. and, but I feel like we line up. In, I almost feel like if I could just subscribe to a newsletter from you. Like just like this is the new stuff that nobody yeah. that is bad. I like every yeah. time it would be perfect for me. It would it would shut down a lot of my heavy lifting. There, this is not an exaggeration. Uh, my girlfriend Chelsea, who you also know, uh, will will be like watching something or you know listening to a song or something, and I'll be like, I really hate this. And she'll be like, Oh, I like it. And then I'll look at her and be like, I'm gonna text Bridger, and I'll <laughs> you'll be my first reach out every single time. I'm like, There's no to- way. <laughs> There's you no way this is good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I so, I really yeah. appreciate. I mean, that's a whole. I mean, that's just an unair aired podcast episode waiting to happen where we just get yeah, to talk oh my about. God. Especially because it's been months since we've seen each other. Yeah. And oh, so yeah, we do. After this, we will. We'll just get, get into, into it. it. I yeah, feel yeah. like there are plenty of things we've got to catch oh, up on that buddy. are just funny. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, something I wanted to talk to you about several months ago which we haven't been able to is i believe you bought a sewing machine yes i want to hear about the sewing <laughs> machine. i've been dying to know about your okay you've become a is sewing person a, a, a little seamstress so here's what happened <laughs> i uh so i also i own like a vinyl cutter and a heat press right those you don't know it, it's these two kind of simple machines that like you run the vinyl cutter through your computer, you make little designs, and then you essentially like burn them onto your clothes with this heat press. So I was like, this is cool and all. I was telling Chelsea, uh, but like, I was like, I should actually like learn how to make the clothes. Like at this point, like it's just like everyone's just buying like literally garbage from H and M, Zara, and it's like you know, and I was like. If something would ever happen, it would be nice to know how to like patch up a pair of pants or like make a simple t-shirt for myself with like material that I like. Right. So I tell her this like literally in passing. Um, and then a week later was my birthday 
and she's like surprise and it was a sewing machine and i was no like oh my way. god yeah like and like this really nice sewing table and i was like oh crap like <laughs> this crazy. is so dope but like now i have to learn so me my mom and my best friend reza his wife heather who's also one of my best friends us three took a sewing class before i mean technically we're still in it we just can't go but uh we've been taking sewing classes so i could like learn how to do all this stuff like sure. how to make anything so i like i learned how to make like a clutch and learned how to make like a tote bag oh and like God. i'm gonna make like a zippered thing if we're ever allowed outside again but like uh we ended up we lent the sewing machine out for, like right as the quarant the great quarantine <laughs> happened uh because people were like needing them to like make face masks and oh stuff. that's amazing. And, like, so wait, who did you lend it to the face mask factory i this is not an exaggeration so in uh so my my sister's birthday not this may that just passed but last may she held it at a my sister's gay married to a beautiful woman named tally Wonderful. um i want to say it's a it's a like gay slash drag club called prospect maybe okay. or precinct i think it's precinct it's like downtown all right so anyway uh the guy who needed it was just like meet me in front of precinct downtown <laughs> like, <laughs> so we kind of just left it with a stranger in front of a drag club <laughs> like, i love a mysterious so slightly dangerous exchange of a sewing machine well i mean like it was so crazy because it really was he was just like i'll be outside we pull up He's just like smoking. He's just like this, I mean, like buff, bald, shredded gay dude. And he's just like, just leave it right there. And he's just like, (laughs) it's so funny because like it it was, he was almost a Tom of Finland drawing. Oh, like I mean, like, yeah, like truly just like, just like no shirt, but like leather vest open, like a captain's hat. (laughs) Like it was so funny, dude. It was so funny. I, I could not get enough of him, but, uh, Anyway, yeah, so he, he has it right now. So do, do you have any idea when it's going to be returned, or is it just... I Literally not a clue. Oh my like, God. not a clue. I, I, like, once we left, I was like, do we even have uh, contact info? And I was like, I mean, I guess we have to, because we gave it to him. Right. But, like, if he were just like, no, sorry, we'd, we'd have to be like, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you, have you received any masks from them, or is it just... That's the other thing. Like, I thought at the very least, send us one or two. Bare masks. minimum. Bare you got minimum. the machine. Yeah, the machine. Meanwhile, that- your skills are just eroding. I, I, I'm not kidding. Like, I think about it a lot because, like, sewing is, like, one of those things that, like, have you done it? Have you done I, any the sewing? only sewing I've done was uh, in seventh grade in home ec. We had to make, a like, a windsock. Do you know what that is? Like, mm, yes. One, and yeah, I yeah. was terrible i mean i was like i was a decent student overall but this was like one of those things where you have to stay after school to like and get special help to make right. the thing. and then it still it's not good uh but i made it in like utah jazz colors and then my mom oh. probably put it in the attic and we forgot nice. about it okay but well, that's the I'd only sewing i've done it's it, so i mean so you have enough experience to know that like it is such a process to get to the sewing part of it right that like if you don't, if, if you're not a, like, if you're not constantly doing it, like, you know, at least three or four times a week, like, you just forget. Oh, you muscle know? memory. So that was, yeah, truly, like, 
So each time we take the class, it's like the first 20 minutes, they're like, okay, do this. Here's the bobbin, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so now it's like, I truly, like when he gives it back, I'm just going to be like, all right, maybe this is just yours. Because <laughs> 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 it just, it's, it's so intimidating. And but, it's uh, a little scary too, because you're, fi- I mean, it's like kind of dangerous. Your fingers are down there by this little hammer with a needle in it, and you're like pushing a gas pedal, essentially. It's like kind holy- of a high octane hobby. Fully the first time I did it, like, it didn't go all the way through, but I was, like, trying to get my finger to do something and literally did the exact thing you described was, like, foot comes down, needle just goes, like, just right in and out of my finger. And I was just like, oh, did you have to go to the hospital or anything? No, because it wasn't. It was just like, you know, sewing needles are relatively small. You kind of just throw some peroxide up in there, throw some super glue over it to seal that hole. So, had you done any sewing before this? I, maybe when I was, like, same thing as you, like, home ec in, like, seventh grade. Like, truly. And I'm trying to think of what it was, because I remember making the seam of something, and I don't even remember what it was anymore. It might have been, like, an apron pocket. You know what I mean? ball gown. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was was really a ball main gown (laughs) covered in pearls. Uh, And then you gave it up. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is it. I did my my one thing. (laughs) I I mean, that home ec thing, I, I do not think I learned a single skill. Uh, but I feel like that was the one thing, the one class in all of school that I probably should have paid attention and learned something mm-hmm. to have some level of practical skill. Yeah, but yeah. instead, it was like we made the windsock, and then I had like learned a recipe where we put like marshmallows in Pillsbury dough, and uh, that was it. It was terrible. Wait, was it the one where you like? Was it the thing where you like roll out the sheet of like crescent rolls, and then you put marshmallows in, and then like? You put another sheet of crescent rolls on top of it. Right. So it's essentially like, yeah. Okay. And then like the, like the marshmallow kind of disappears or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then it's if just kind of like a dry dough with a sweet <laughs> interior. <laughs> I remember this is so stupid. I was at home. Ec, and we had, oh God, I wish I could remember her name now. But it's like so funny to like think about school now. Because you're like, oh, everyone was just 27. And I all thought they were like 40 years old. I thought they had been on Earth since the beginning (laughs) and they had acquired all of the knowledge they (laughs) possibly could have. It was just like, literally just like struggling college students that are just like, all right, here I am at this ghetto school. (laughs) But like, we're this home ec teacher who's just like this young blonde girl and like she, I remember we had to like make these things with uh, caramel blocks or like caramel blocks. Right. Uh, and she's like, okay, everyone, like, I'm going to give you... Do you know what the marshmallow test is, by the way? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. So, she's essentially like, hey, these are the caramel blocks used for cooking. Just don't eat them, and then you'll get one at the end. And everyone's cool. like, yeah, sure. Literally, the moment she's like, all right, start cooking, I just popped mine in my mouth and started <laughs> eating. <laughs> she comes by because I had to sneak and try and grab the one that I was supposed to eat later. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I dropped mine on the ground. And she's like, uh, well, where is it? And I was like, oh, I threw it away. And she's like, well, let's trash can. And I was like, oh, I like took it out in the hall. And she's like, let me smell your breath. And I was like, <laughs> why is no, she no, going no. this far? Because I was, I'll say this in her defense. I was so clearly lying and I was such a bad kid. It's just like, I truly like. I don't advocate spanking, but like every time in my life, I've been like hit by like my mom or someone. I'm like, yeah, 
But I'm sorry, this lady, I feel like if you're getting to the level where you're smelling a seventh grader's breath, there's something, something has gone wrong. That's very hot. Oh, I mean, Give, yeah, she- <laughs> Give him another caramel. Who cares? That's, see, that's the bigger part is truly who cares? Yeah. Like why? Unless it's like one of those weird things where like, hey, this came out of like her paycheck. Right. Or if you had swallowed a thousand dollars. And she's like, well, I can smell the dollar bills on your, I can see them con your teeth. Oh what my god, that happening? would be funny. Just whatever a teacher spent just eating all of it. Like, I'm so <laughs> sorry. How much was that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so home ec, I was just saying that it was now especially, you're just like, dang. Like, oh, I will this say, is the I'm time. A, this is the time. I really like, I'm an okay cook. Like, I, I can make things that like, I know what flavors to put together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, like I'm you've not eaten, like... You've eaten enough food to know that some right. things taste good. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Butter and salt. <laughs> like, that'll, that'll get you there. What are you making? So I make a lot of like... So we're we're, we're like pescatarians or whatever. Oh, right. So, right. so there's things... You know, there's like little tricks of the trade. Like salmon can be like cooked from thawed or frozen so we like there's not too much prep with it it's really just like you know you want to do some lemon some garlic some dill a little bit of salt a little bit of olive oil throw that in the oven delicious um fry like get get the the fresh shrimp not even the fresh shrimp but when i say fresh i mean the cooked pink shrimp you don't want to get the gray it's disgusting (laughs) um throw that in a pan with some olive oil and some like crushed red pepper and then you're going to cook that for a little bit. Then you flash fry shaved Brussels sprouts. What is make, flash like, frying? Is that when of... there's like a flame involved? No, 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 no. It's just a high heat. Like oh. you, you just heat the oil like super, super high. To a dangerous point. Take, right. To a dangerous point. Go in there. So you only cook it for like one or two minutes. Like, oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, you make little tacos with that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. There's, there's, you know, there's, other little things i don't know we eat a lot of like beyond meat oh of course of course like uh, are you a beyond person i'm not i'm uh i'm not vegetarian or anything i don't mind it but like i never right. seek it out gotcha. but, i mean it's so, an, do you like you'll just if you if you're like i'm gonna get a cheeseburger you like go get a cheeseburger oh, oh absolutely my heart is in terrible condition um, oh really i my cholesterol i like i have to do things to get it under control but also oh. I, I you know i live with jim who is right. is the worst person to live with as far as uh that sort of thing goes because that's all he wants to eat so and uh, of course gotcha. i'll like if someone says i want to eat a cheeseburger i'll be like oh yeah i'll have a cheeseburger right right uh so i i eat too many but mm. i mean the the quarantine has helped i've I hadn't cooked a single thing until all this happened, and now I've learned to make tortillas. Uh, I'm yeah. making, you know, all sorts of things. None of them fantastic, but better than I could have possibly expected. <laughs> I, uh, I just, sorry. I truly have just gotten in the, like, mindset of, look, it's probably going to suck, so I might as well just, like, make it like you know right. like, at least like, kind of enjoy it or something. yeah yeah like it's so weird like i don't know like there's like this weird thing that happened to you know kind of keeping it on the home ec of it all is that like i never fully expected to like be in a cooking situation in the sense that i thought i was either going to be so broke that all i was going to eat was like ramen right. and like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 
or I was going to be so rich that I'd have a chef. But it's like <laughs> neither of those are true. You've got a nice right in the middle where you have to do everything. Yeah, exactly. There's no excuse whatsoever. <laughs> It's just like, I'm kind of just like a middle class, (laughs) you know, like, oh, this is what people have been talking about. Like, I will like, because Chelsea isn't like, she, she doesn't really cook. She doesn't really clean. And this isn't me going after her. This is you just torching her. ready to flame up my girlfriend. Uh, But she's not domestic as the term, Right. right? She's not as domestic as I am. So like, I truly... I get up every morning, I like walk the dog, I come back in, I clean the kitchen, I like prep the living room for her to clean. <laughs> and it's like by by the time I'm done, it's like ten thirty in the morning and I'm like, I am exhausted. <laughs> like the idea of like having to do that with like children around is the cr- I mean it sincerely. I, my, my mom was a single mom and I'm like it of three children. I'm like this makes no sense that any of us are alive. Like, there's no way I'd have a kid oh, that course. would be dead at six years old. It's impossible. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing about my mom recently. I mean, uh, she and my dad are still married, but like the idea of her doing that every single day and then like us complaining about dinner and her not murdering is all four of us. It's crazy the to craziest me. Craziest thing. That's what I was going to say. So, like, so that's like my mom's single, whatever, or single mom, whatever of like a child being like i need help with my homework and you like pick up my clothes you know what are we gonna eat can i go to so-and-so's house like well and i was like it really i gotta say like the level of clarity of like i don't want kids that came through this quarantine is <laughs> a huge shocking. through the roof shocking <laughs> it's hard enough with the dog yeah it's crazy yeah um this is uh, completely off topic but yeah correct me if this is if i'm wrong did you work at best buy Oh, no, you are absolutely correct. I worked at the Best Buy on Santa Monica and La Brea. Oh, fantastic. West Hollywood. Yeah. I only ask because I also worked at Best Buy. I truly, there's, and I mean this sincerely, like, I believe that you as a person should be proud in any job that you do because you're a human being right. who deserves to be happy and be respected. So when I say pride, I mean carrying that in terms of how people treat sure should be proud but i do not like anybody who is proud of their job any job (laughs) i don't care what it is i if lebron james was like i'm proud to be a basketball player i'd be like you're a loser (laughs) (laughs) it is my pet peeve and the one thing i'll say is that best buy really wanted you to be proud oh yeah and i was like you're just, you're never going to get this from me. You got to move on. That's a huge ask. Wait, what? Can I ask what department you worked on? Uh, I was uh, like a cashier. Oh, okay. You were up front. Up yeah. Front. Where were you? So I was, I was technically in DI, which is for digital imaging. Oh, like beautiful. Cameras. But when people just like, because Best Buy is also one of those places where people are like, I'm not going to work today. So they're just like, oh, you got to work. You know, they point at you. You got to work. And you're like, what? So when that happened, then they would like put me on cashier up front. But like it was, I'll say like, dude, this weird, I didn't know it, but I was lactose. I've been lactose intolerant pretty much my whole life. But when I moved to LA, it switched from being like, ow, my tummy hurts to being full blown like cystic acne. Oh. So I was like 
working at Best Buy. My face hurt because I was just ravaged in pimples selling digital cameras. And I was like, I am literally the person that I hate. Like, <laughs> just like a dork with, covered in acne being like, you should get a Canon 5D. Like, it's just like so what? How long were you there for? I worked there for like a year. I remember specifically, you know, it, it was a little less than a year because I started. Oh, I, I started in December and it was Christmas time. And then I quit after the following like Black Friday. Oh, so it's like, well, oh, I was so you worked like, through Black Friday. Yeah. Terrible. Like, I re- yeah. I originally got it because I was like, I just need like a holiday job. Right. And then I kind of just like, okay, whatever. And then, um, dog yeah i they they called me and i'll never forget this they called me in at 3 30 in the morning mm-hmm. i was like what, what? who cares <laughs> who cares and i get there and they were just like you gotta like they were literally talking to me like again as if we were on the front lines of covid like you got to be ready like this is yes sir. you've never seen anything like this this is exactly what happened to me <laughs> We had to be there at like 3 a.m. on Black Friday, and I'm not kidding. Our general manager said, this is going to be war, but the bullets aren't real bullets. They're rubber bullets. I was like, well, what are we talking about? And I remember my coworker leaning over and saying, I think he's going to have an aneurysm. He was like (laughs) shouting at us like we were about to storm Norman. I mean, it was crazy. And then, then of course, it's just like you're standing for nine hours checking out computers. Right. No, this this isn't war. This is just still working at Best Buy. People who wanted season two of Arrested Development on DVD right. for eight dollars, like, <laughs> like that's all it was. Like, I kept like scanning DVDs, and then like at the end, they were just like, "Oh my god!" Like, our sales are through the roof. I'm like, again, you have to understand, I don't care. And then I finally was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I'm I'm out, <laughs> dog. So I like quit. Um, but I like weirdly met seth green working there and what? just straight up asked him i was like will you make me an intern on robot chicken and he was like yeah oh my god that's incredible it's like yeah so it was like it definitely had a plus to it like there were so many like because i'll say this i don't know i don't think we've ever talked about this like wh- are, are you still impressed by seeing celebrities or no no absolutely oh, you're not i think that oh. like i think there are probably some that I truly love that if I saw them I would be impressed but otherwise uh, it doesn't really do anything for me interesting are you okay wait wait who who would impress or not impress you who would you be like oh I'm kind of starstruck right now do you know who I was thinking about recently Uh, Andre 3000 okay I would be dazzled I'd be like that's like a legend and like also kind of like a magical like right hermit who right yeah yeah no one sees (laughs) right Uh, yeah but like as far as actors and stuff, I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm also bad at. I mean, maybe Laura Dern. Okay. I'd be I would be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, but see, uh, to me, Laura Dern is like such a legend. Like I would be like, oh, uh, right, that's Laura Dern, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but my problem is is that I it's not everyone, but like you know, I met Seth Green and kind of was like told everyone I saw. <laughs> I saw Ashanti's mom at a 7-Eleven and literally told everyone in my hometown. (laughs) I told everyone. I was like, you'll never guess. And everyone was like, okay. (laughs) Also, how do you know what Ashanti's mom looks like? You know what I mean? So I I still weirdly, there's like a part of me that like loves that kind of stuff. Like, dude, this is, this is a sad one. But like I was at, uh, I went to a restaurant 
few months ago. And as we were walking it, I don't know if you're a Shark Tank guy. Oh, of course. But, okay. Mr. Wonderful <laughs> was walking out with Lori and Barbara what? and Robert. It was like everyone but Damon and uh, Mark. What? And I was like, this this is objectively cool to me. Well, I mean, I mean, that's uh, the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Why are they, That's crazy that they're seeing each other at all off of work. I, they must have truly it must have been that thing you know when you're just all working and then you're like should we just all go eat literally right now or mm-hmm. none of us see each other ever again like <laughs> i just assume I just everyone that. in entertainment secretly hates each other and like does not want to see them outside of work so that's shocking to me yeah i i mean that i, I think we both know that to be true but <laughs> also sometimes we're just like look we're all headed the same way we're should we just very tired we've, yeah. a, we've just bought a lot of new ideas <laughs> Let's head out. Also, have you ever? Oh, go ahead, oh no, you go ahead. No, 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 go. Yes, yeah, sir. You're the guest. I want you to go ahead. Oh my god. Okay. Last thing was there's a very interesting Shark Tank blog that tells you all of the companies they actually ended up investing in, or if they actually tried to launch them or not. And oh. you'd be shocked that they like make the deal on camera, just never give the people their money, what? never contact them again. Yeah. How does because that work? Crazy thing. It's this crazy thing where it's like technically they're not signing a contract, but I, I think it's Mark Burnett whose show it is, the producer. He gets one percent of sales for everything that goes on Shark Tank for the rest of what? their business career. It's crazy. So it's like by very, by very mention of like Mark Cuban being like, "Okay, you got a deal." They're essentially saying like. We might give it to you, but this is going to help launch you regardless. It's crazy. Well, that's, but that's good to know. I mean, yeah, well, if I'm on Shark ones, Tank, I'll, I'm going to take a contract with me and when I <laughs> agree, I'm going to be like, okay, ab- sign it on camera. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because you know, because here's the thing is like, you're like, they, if you watch it, you're like, they do between five and seven deals an episode, right? right? Which There's a hundred episodes. That means there should be 700 companies. We're all like, oh, it's a Shark Tank. But there's not. We know of four. We know like Scrub Daddy, the stuffed bagels, Squatty Potty. You know what I mean? Like, There's like nothing Yeah, if they were really there. launching all of those companies, they, Shark Tank would literally be the cornerstone of uh, the American <laughs> economy. Like if the show got canceled, it would just crater. I mean, it already is, but... That's so funny. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I want to see that blog. Yeah, you got to check it out. It's wild. Well, I don't want to take us off Shark Tank topic, but I do think there's something we need to talk about. We do. Yes, sir. The podcast is obviously called I Said No Gifts. Right. Earlier today, we saw each other at a socially distant, uh, socially safe distance yes you came to my apartment building yes and uh i came down to the lobby and you were holding a gift yes is this something you and you've left it with me so i yes i assume you want me to open it yes i and if you could do it now that would truly okay i'm fully willing to do this it's in a blue bag it has some pink tissue i did not i was tempted to peek while uh we waited to record but did not so okay, this is good. all very exciting Ooh, all right i'm gonna take it out here this is an this is actually you've given me a thoughtful gift which yeah. is crazy yeah this is uh you gave me kurt vonnegut's time quake which is an yeah. incredible book 
Yeah. Oh, so you read it on your recommendation. Oh, that's right. But I, okay. I read the ebook, which is just, I don't think, as valuable. You can't mark up yeah. or anything. And this is a book which I truly think has some beautiful life advice. And um, uh, it, it's just, it's one of his later books, so I don't think people uh, hear about it as much. Right. But I well, was truly bowled over by this. Yeah. You're, and you're a big Kurt Vonnegut person. I truly, so, and this is, so this is one of the things that we bonded over loving was like Vonnegut. Right, right. Um but uh yeah, truly I he's it's so weird cuz like I know there's like and I don't know about you but you know there's like these people like and I essentially call them like record store people who are like I listened to this song and I was 19 and I uh. you know like they have like a story behind everything and I'm like okay yeah like yeah it's a good song. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but ultimately it's a song. It's a song. Yeah. And I really love it. And like, I get how it moves you, but like, I don't like me and Chelsea were actually kind of talking about this too, but like, I don't like when people talk about music, like the way they talk about food where they're like, Oh, the, Oh, the flavors of fingers. <laughs> like, stop, stop. Like you're ruining this thing. I like, <laughs> but I will say Kurt Vonnegut is one of the few people in the world where I'm like, everything he does, like really, like shifts my thinking in a way that I'm like, Oh, this is so interesting, you know? Um, so a, that, that version of time quake has my favorite cover that they've done for it. Cause it's gone through, you know, right. Tons of, of, uh, our artistic, uh, covers, but that one is my favorite one, which is one of the reasons number two, hardbound. I, you know, felt like you actually, yes. I feel like there's something, there's something to be said about, and you kind of just touched on it. There's something to be said about reading a book and then putting it away and having it on display. Like that was an accomplishment. I know it's oh, stupid. No, I think it's great because again, yeah. with eBooks, I'll be like, I'll just forget that I read a book and it yeah, will yeah. just vanish from my mind. Yeah, truly. Because <laughs> it just feels like swiping. Like you're like looking right. at Twitter or something and you're like, oh. I guess technically that's an accomplishment, yeah. <laughs> but it also went nowhere. It feels like you didn't conquer anything. Right. Um, and, but then the last thing, and this is like the, you know, the bigger bridger part of it is that I feel like him and you, and this is, this is going to sound so loaded, but I mean it sincerely. I think that there are only a few people in the world that truly understand humor and not just like joke, 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 but I mean like the concept of it and like how to like make something not just funny, but analyze it in a way that like it's it's like shell is humor and its interior is humor. And I feel like you and him both do that very oh, well. well. I think it's like incredibly so sweet of you. Yeah. I mean, good Lord, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> but like, yeah, I just so I, and I also right now, I believe in like, it's just, it, there's just so much crap out in the world, oh, you know, just there's just crap on well, every level. It's just like, I, I, I just like, what's something that like can, I don't know, feels like it means something to the person that's getting it and means something to me, but also is like, not just crap. It like has a, you know, again, like you were saying, like you can actually look in that book and I'm like, Oh, I remember this passage. And oh, I also yeah. think that like, it's, such a because for those of you who don't know it's it's a sci-fi novel but it's actually a memoir and like he couches it in this really interesting way 
but it's like stuff like that where i'm like i truly i'm like oh that's something like bridger would do and so like i don't know i just felt like it felt like the uh, right thing to do yeah it truly is such a great book and also another thing that i love about vonnegut that i think you and i both agree on is like he comes from a place that is not uh of privilege he he wants everybody right. to enjoy he's right. not trying to be the smartest person he right he, he just happens to be and right. then it but is willing to just make a thing for everybody which is so right. fantastic and yeah um yeah i i just think this this book truly made me cry it's so I mean, yeah there's some too. stuff in it that's really terrific yeah uh are you reading much lately i actually you know what's so funny is that like when this started i was like I'm going to read a book a week. I'm going to get through it, blah, blah, blah. And it, I truly like started a book a week and just never got to it. But <laughs> Wait, so every one, week you were basically like, I was oh, starting. I'm I was sorry, like, this is the now. one. This is the one. <laughs> no, this is the one. And like, But I will say the one I'm, I'm almost done is, uh, do you know who Mary Roach is? I know that name. She, she writes these really phenomenal, like deep dive science books. So they're all nonfiction, but like, uh she's done a few i mean she's done like 10 at this point but i've loved every single one of them she wrote a book called spook science tackles the afterlife oh it's literally, i've heard yeah. that's great yeah i'll 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 send you a copy now that i have your address uh then she wrote another one called packing for mars it's about the history of space travel anyway she's phenomenal and one of her earlier ones is this book called gulp that's literally just about your digestive system and the history of the science of your digestive oh, system. Oh, this is perfect like, for you. Yeah, yeah, truly. <laughs> so I've been reading it, and I'm. It's like the first one that I'm going to be done with, and I'm like, it's nice to like. <clears throat> it's weird because like, especially in the things that we do in the fields that we work in, you know, like everyone's looking for like the next entertainment thing or the show or the mm-hmm. movie. And it's nice to kind of just step back and be like, all of it's crap. Like, let's, let's, and not that we all have to learn something, but like, we don't need to just stare off into from our phone to our TV to our computer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it would be nice to look at paper, I guess, for once. <laughs> like, so that part of it's been dope. Uh, and like, just, you know, learning stuff and like actually feeling like, the, the again because i could have gotten the like you know ebook version of it but i was just like a i want to feel like i accomplished something and i swear to you i retain things better if i read them off paper oh that's 100 percent true i think that's like okay. i've read studies about that i think oh really yeah okay. it's, for whatever reason your mind just does not maybe it's because it's easier to get distracted while looking at a screen or something yeah, or, yeah. like for me i'll be like i the fact that i can look up the definition of any word on an ebook is so distracting yeah. because right. if i like kind of know the definition of word and i can just like use the context to get through the paragraph i'm like well but i probably should learn the exact thing and memorize it and then by the time i've memorized the definition i don't know what i'm reading about i'm like okay well now i've learned a word but have fully lost what this book is so it's uh that is so funny that uh, is so funny um yeah, paper paper books are fantastic. I I owned a lot of books until we moved to New York a few years ago, and then like the yeah. moving back and forth. Uh, I was like, until I'm settled again, I'm not going to start collecting books because right. hundreds of pounds of books that I've read was difficult. But now I'm like, I'm yeah. in LA, so I can start doing this again. It's yeah. a, a challenge for sure. Yeah, I Wait, just put. Okay, sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask you this book you're uh, you've read. Uh, do you have any fun tidbits you can share? Anything you've learned? 
from time quake in particular no, from, um, uh the mary roach oh oh yeah yeah i mean there's just so many things you learn like so many people think that you're like this is i, I mean we can get graphic kind of but not really but Please. It's like people think like your spit is essentially just used to like moisturize your food and break it down so it can get to your stomach right or in actuality your mouth is where 50 or like 45 percent of your digestion takes place your stomach is really only there to antibacterialize your food that's what? what your that's what your stomach acid does yeah it really Whoa. like and then the rest of your digestion takes place like small intestine pancreas and all that stuff but like there's there again like there's just so many little like so many little things about like there was a dude who uh there was a french uh fur trader or uh, Cana- french canadian fur trader who was uh like in a store or something ends up getting not in a brawl but something happens and he ends up getting shot uh in his in his stomach directly into his stomach uh-huh. and a doctor comes to help him and he instead of sewing the hole up go figures out that he can make the whole heel open and start what? using this guy to experiment on yeah <laughs> so like there's there's this weird like i want to like do a movie on it or something it's essentially like this fancy doctor keeps this poor guy with a hole in his stomach (laughs) in his home and will just dip food into his stomach to see how long it takes to decompose yeah it's crazy there's so many crazy stupid weird little things like i don't know i mean like i go on and on and on like you know the the what what's it the the pounds of pressure that like a typical bird's gullet can ex- excrete is like 500 pounds per like, <laughs> oh, that's square terrifying. Like it's crazy. You crush like, a car. Yeah, truly. Like it's so insane. Like, um, anyway, yeah, it's just, it's just been like so incredibly like eye opening. It's just wow. like dumb stuff like strawberries or natural teeth whitener. Oh, that's good. Strawberries are like a magical thing. I think yeah. that uh, they don't get enough credit. They taste yeah, delicious. No. They're low in sugar. Yeah. They do it do it all. And they look oh. lovely. And weirdly, like, we all know that, like, uh, it so much of your taste is smell and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's really, like, 79 to 85% of smell is handling your taste oh and the rest of it is dude it is so weird like the experiments that they've like placed on people where they essentially will just like waft steak into a room but make you eat a piece of candy and it's like your body (laughs) physically will not react to the taste of the sugar like it's it's really weird the types of saliva like we have different types of saliva and like uh, it's it's crazy oh and the tasting that you're doing isn't on your tongue it's in like you know that hole in the back of your mouth where like your nose your nose and throat right right. it's all happening there like it's really tongue is getting way more credit than it deserves yeah except that it's the strongest muscle in the body of course of course yeah that's crazy it's really weird it's really 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 weird i want to have the um, job of the person who's just like blasting like hot beef smell into a room Well, it's crazy because they also talk about how they do it with dogs and cats. And, like, so dogs are, one like, essentially 100% smell-based, whereas cats are, like, 100% taste-based. And that actually makes sense with their personalities. Yeah. So when they do, when they create foods for pets, like, 
all they want to do is make it smell good enough for dogs that doesn't also gross us out because because dogs some senses of smell are so good that what actually would be appealing to them would repulse us like it would make our house smell too pungent oh, no. so they essentially just spend their days trying to make pet food that like we can withstand <laughs> but it's actually dogs kind of hate it like it's so crazy for dogs yeah it's oh. really crazy anyway Wow. Stuff like that, yeah. Well, uh, on the opposite end of books, something I need to thank you for is, uh, which has just really gotten us through quarantine, is 90 Day Fiance. Oh, but uh, I had heard a little <laughs> bit about of it, right. you know, over the years, and then right. I feel like last fall you really started hitting on it, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I need to, like, I felt like once a week you were saying, this man is the ugliest person I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's time for me to check out yeah, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. And we've now watched five seasons and are now beginning uh, season one of Before the 90 Days. Oh. Which God, this show is crazy. It's, it's, I'll say this. Like, so I'll, I'm going to go out of the way and thank my brother and his wife. So if they had been watching it. So, like, you know, my, my brother's also a TV writer. Right. Um, and he, weird, like, he, like, doesn't enjoy anything that's written. He's just like, it has sure. to be like a reality show. So uh, him and his wife are just like these huge reality TV hounds. So they've been watching 90 Day for years. And then they got my mom to watch it. So we have like a family group thread. And they're always like talking back and forth. So we're finally like, okay, we'll watch this stupid show. <laughs> and we watched it. I, did you see the one with, uh, I, I think the first episode that really made me be like, I'll never stop watching the show was with Paul and Carini, where he goes into the woods and then the Brazilian cops follow him in. Wait, I, I recognize the name Carini. Wait, this is before the 90 day. This is before the 90 days. We're watching this. The guy who takes oh. like 10 giant storage things into Brazil. Yes. Who's basically, oh and then he makes her take a pregnancy in an STD yes. test, and oh they cannot God. communicate with each other. They literally Funny. are using his phone to talk to each other. I it Even though I just told you a bunch, it still doesn't spoil what happens oh, in a I way that you're going to... Wait, have you gotten to the part with him swimming yet, or no? Uh, yes, when he's basically in like a like a parachute suit or something, swimming around <laughs> and he's, in a river. He's essentially afraid that a worm is going to crawl in his wiener. <laughs> yes, it's like the weirdest thing. So he is the least appealing man on planet Earth. Disgusting, disgusting. But also is on cameo. So like, you know, every three months or so, we buy a cameo from him for thirty dollars. <laughs> Because he starts by saying, like, your name and what's up. But, like, every other cameo on planet Earth, they, you know, they're done in, like, 40 seconds. Right. Tops. He's like, okay, now let me show you my house. The last one we ordered from him, he literally is like, here's my anti-colon cancer uh, screening test. What? Like, here's, here's the things I take to make sure I have healthy bowel movement. Unprompted. Like, I mean, like, unprompted. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh... Now say what's up to the people, and they'll like point the camera to Cranny, and she's like, because ah. like she doesn't know the language. No, of course, and neither of them has like, made any attempt to learn the other's language. It's crazy. But have babies? It's oh so insane. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I truly like. There's there are things they're doing now. Once you like catch up, that you're kind of like it feels like they they're a little too in on the joke. Right, sometimes. I can't I can't get with that. But they're still, don't worry, they're still hella desperate. Yeah, I can't imagine they're smart enough to be that in on the joke. Right, I mean, yeah, these yeah. people are insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is also the season where the uh, the guy who manages McDonald's use, spends his entire 401k <laughs> to go to the Philippines. <laughs> yes. 
this man it's like what is happening in a person's brain it's crazy to me it's because the interesting thing about the show is that you realize that like whereas emotions like exist on a spectrum or sorry that you realize that intentions exist on a spectrum Mm -hmm. emotions do not so a thing that happened to one person could be a completely different thing that happened to another person yet they react the same right so like one of these people will be like i lost my partner like in a fire or something super tragic and they're like oh my god and this other person will be like I was a dork and now I have $30,000 and I'm going to go find my dream person in the Philippines. <laughs> and it's like both of them are like, I need to find my dream person in the Philippines. Yes. But one is born of tragedy and one is born of like, I deserve this for being a nerd. Like it's so <laughs> crazy. It is so wild. And it truly is every season. There's at least one man who's like, I found a woman in the Philippines and they're they always say the same thing like they really value marriage there which to me the translation <laughs> is oh i found a woman i can trap because right. no one else will speak or talk to me because i am yeah. horrible yeah and then I, about 80 percent of the people on the show are coming out of tampa and <laughs> I, ju- I mean like i could go on and on it's just such a wild program yeah, to yeah, watch yeah, i just no, adore I it and i can't thank yeah, you yeah. enough for that yeah hey you know what anytime i got i got more wrecks already <laughs> <laughs> um i think i think it's time to play a game Let's do you want to play the game gift or a curse or the game gift master i'll explain the rules to you after you pick <laughs> okay <laughs> wait gift or a curse or gift master yes <laughs> It's so funny. Um, you know, Gift Master just sounds so funny to me. <laughs> okay, we're going to play Gift Master. I need a number between 1 and 10 from you. Okay, 7. Okay, I have a list of things. I have to use that number to randomly calculate what you're going to be playing with. So, uh, right now, I just want you to spend some time promoting something, recommending something, do whatever you want. You okay. have an under. I mean, the amount of time you have, who knows? Okay, Here we go. perfect. All right. Uh, hey, Yasser again. Um, I have a podcast with my brother, Isaiah Lester, called My Brother Sneaker. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, you know, all those things. It's technically a sneaker podcast, but kind of devolves very quickly every episode about 30 seconds in. And we kind of just talk about things we want to, about things we want to, but again, linking it to sneaker culture. Uh, watch Black Monday on Showtime, a show that me and Bridger both wrote for. Uh, watch Black AF on Netflix, another show I got to work on. And Duncanville on Fox, a very funny animated program. Uh, check out Bridger's work, uh, Corporate and Jimmy Kimmel Live and Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Uh, I forgot the new thing he just worked on, but it's very cool. Follow uh, me on Twitter and Instagram, Yasser Lester. I want you to just keep going on and on, but I'm... I, we have to uh, play Gift Master. We have to play Gift Master. Yeah. And so the rules of this game are I'm going to give you three gifts, potential gifts yeah. to give to somebody, and then I'm going to give you yeah. the names of three celebrities. And then okay. you're going to tell me which gift you would give to which celebrity and why. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. That feel right. I love it. Okay, so the gifts that you're going to be giving, I'm sorry, I'm here. We go. Okay, yeah. I always struggle here. The gifts you're going to be giving are a pair of basketball shorts, okay, a backstage pass to Jason Mraz, okay. and boot cut khakis. 
Okay, boot cut khakis, Jason Mraz backstage pass, basketball shorts. Yeah, so I guess two pairs of legwear, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The uh, celebrities you're going to be giving these to are Melinda Gates. Okay. Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. And Lisa Ling. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. I can say... Hmm. All right, I think I got it. Basketball shorts go to Melinda Gates because there's just no world in which basketball shorts have come across her like <laughs> life in the past 25 years. It is impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, wear these while you're like handing out the malaria vaccines. <laughs> Or whatever. Yeah, I can absolutely oh. see Melinda in a pair of basketball shorts. It would just be funny, just like very baggy, like and one, right? Like, basketball like shorts way below really her good. knee. Yeah, <laughs> but just like walking out of the bedroom, like, hey, what's up? Yeah, God, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, nothing. Feels like from, you're not dressed uh, right, from, but uh, the waist up, still kind of dressed up. But yeah, just, like, exactly. Yeah, taking it literally, easy. like yeah, a blouse that she just hasn't taken off for the day yet, <laughs> but she like is wearing basketball shorts and like loose kind of dingy white socks and just like <laughs> gotta just shovel it around the house it slipping really around it. their huge hardwood yeah. floor <laughs> they're heated by hot water hard <laughs> so that that's who i'd put there uh lisa ling i would make uh, god actually this one's hard because here's 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 where i'm going and i'll i'll explain and then then i'll dole out the gifts Lisa Ling feels like she could actually pull off bootcut khakis. Right. Like there's I think a Lisa world in which there's a world in which they're stylish. But if I give them to Mel Gibson, then I feel like because it's like are they are they tight up top? Like are they tight in the yeah? Thigh? These are essentially like uh, bell bottoms, right? Ball. Like a yeah. but like purchased at Old Navy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so, so here's the issue. I don't know if Lisa Ling would love Jace Moraz. It's like 50%. Right. But I have a feeling Mel Gibson would 100% enjoy Jason Moraz. He's listening to Jason Moraz right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Right now. All right. So it's like, uh, so it's, <laughs> you know what? So yeah, I'll go with my original thought. I, but then here's, Here's the other thing, is that I know Jason Mraz would pull Lisa on stage, and then she would end up loving it, so, like, the joke kind of doesn't work, you know what I mean? And she'd be, like, dancing, and, like, that would suck. But I think no matter what, Mel Gibson 100% hates those pants, and so if Lisa's allowed to enjoy herself at Mel Gibson, like, just the idea of him having, like, just covered in cigarette ash, and, like, these, like, boot-cut khakis is, like... Just the idea of it is really making me laugh because there's nothing. It's so weird because usually you can wear yourself around a pair of pants. Like you right. can throw like a cool enough sweater on or some shoes or whatever that you're like not paying attention to the pants. But those pants, there's no getting around. There's them. Like, truly it's like, no escape. <laughs> it's, it's like the first thing you're going to be like, oh, wow. I, yeah, I saw Mel Gibson today and he was wearing <laughs> boot cut. Khakis. He was in bootcut khakis and platform hip uh, flip flops. <laughs> Something's going on with Matt. It's so funny. So yeah, all right. He gets the bootcut, and Lisa Ling gets the Jason Mraz. But again, 
to be clear, I know Jace Mraz would love having her there, which also sucks. But this is it. the argument I'll make for Lisa yeah. being backstage at Jason Mraz. I feel yeah. like there's like a dark, sad, hard hitting documentary that could be made backstage at a Jason Mraz concert. Lisa's oh, yeah. hosting. Lisa is investigating. She's not there yeah. for fun. She's there to uncover whatever's happening backstage right. at a Mraz concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I think you've made the right choice. Okay. I think you nailed yeah. that. I mean, Melinda okay. Gates with the basketball shorts, immediately, that's where my yeah. mind went. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have really failed, and you nailed it. No, man. We're moving on to the final part of the podcast, and then I can let you go. I just need your help. This yeah. is called I Said No Questions. People yeah. are writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They've yeah. got a lot of questions about uh, gifts. So let's yeah. uh, try to answer one or two right now. Okay. I'll read the first one. It says, Bridger, what do I get someone who's graduating from college but is going into a post-pandemic world? Hint, it's me. I'm the graduate. I want to spend money on myself. That is Hillary W. I don't know where she is, but Hillary wants to buy herself a nice little something-something. What do you... In this whole new hellscape that we're living in, what is going to make a new graduate happy? See, that's the thing, and we kind of talked about it before, but you can only... The idea of buying anything that people see is gone. Right. So it's like, unless you genuinely enjoy wearing jewelry around the house... Me. It's like you don't want to get jewelry, you know? Right. Um... Unless you have like a cool like backyard or something, you don't want to like get like, <laughs> you want to mow the lawn in your jewelry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so hard, but I mean, I guess it, it also depends on where she lives. But I'll say this: I truly would invest in like a very nice like piece of cookware. Like, oh, get, like, that's a, really a great nice, idea. Get like a nice pan or like if you have if you don't have an instant pot, get like an instant pot, like something that's really going to like help you be at home or even like a dope blanket. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something, something that like, will, like like a gravity blanket or something that's going right. to be comfortable and you can enjoy. Right. I think that's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Something yeah. that's just going to make because. We're, we're not post anything yet. We're just right. living in the trap, and who knows right. how much longer it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like for the rest of our lives, we're going to need anything that brings any source of comfort. <laughs> exactly. So I always no. think if I'm, like, trying to, uh, like, spoil myself or whatever, I'll just be like, oh, if, like, I'm a child, I imagine myself as a child and then pick something that basically would appeal to that person. Because right. I'm like, that will just be a pure, enjoyable thing and right. I won't have overthought it. Right. Hillary, congratulations on graduating. I'm sorry that this is how you start off on this. Yeah. Let's answer once one, one more question. Let's do this it. This is Hello Bridger and Guest. He's thinking about you, Yasser. Oh, that's sweet. My name is Jack Salazar. Ah, uh, let's see. I'm very difficult to give gifts to because I never know what I want or what other people could give me for Christmas or birthdays, etc. I'm hard to shop for because I have very specific taste and uh, some of the things I like are too expensive. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to get through this. What can yeah. I do to make it easier for my friends and family to give a present to me? I love trivia, puzzles, riddles, and TV. That's from Jack in Mexico. Jack, you're making your friends and family's life a living hell you've got to if you've got specific things you've got to just start making a list of things you want that's but it's also crazy in the sense that it's like 
they make like Simpsons Trivial Pursuit. Pursuit. They, right. Not expensive. Yeah, like they're everything he named. It's like I like puzzles, and it's like okay, they make TV versions of puzzles. They make <laughs> TV versions of trivia. Like, what are you talking about, Jack? How you just need to combine you? these things. You yeah. got to combine them and then present them to people. None of these things are out of reach. I mean, a riddle is something that someone could give you for free. <laughs> I was just gonna. I, I swear to God, right before you said that, I was gonna say, did you say riddles or no? <laughs> <laughs> Jack loves riddles, Jack. <laughs> if you've got somebody in your life who doesn't have a lot of cash, just tell them to write you down a few riddles, riddles. and then you can try to solve them. It'll be a little game between the two of you. At the very least, his email was a riddle. This is crazy. Right. What is he doing? <laughs> well, he's the riddle master, Jack. <laughs> Jack, trivia. I'm. I'm think there are so many great trivia games out there. Yeah. Or you know, like uh, if you've got like a Nintendo or something, get yourself uh, ask for Jeopardy. That's something that causes yes. fights between Jim and me constantly. Does it I'm Jeopardy? pretty good at Jeopardy. Jim's decent, and you know, okay. there's a uh, there's some tension that builds up there. That's a wonderful thing you can get yourself. Or the uh, Jackbox like game set, right? Like, with Quiplash, and oh, you don't know. This Jack. is the time. Like, this yeah, is the time for buddy, it, buddy. Get on it. I think that the trick to getting to making things easier for your friends and family is to just be real specific, and you don't need to even hint around. Just tell them. Find yeah. things that you want that you don't necessarily care to buy yourself and let them know. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, that's all the only advice I can really give there. Yeah. Sorry, guy. Or, uh, Google riddles. Yeah, You're truly. Just the, give the gift to yourself. Yeah. Get a mini, like miniature of the Sphinx or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or get a real Sphinx to move in. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Uh, they, what is that? They walks in the morning, crawls in the morning, walks in the yeah. afternoon, that sort of riddle. Yeah. Jack, the world is a riddle. I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> Sorry, thank you guy. for writing in. I think things will be fine and gifts will come to you. <laughs> yeah, sir. <gasps> bridge it's so wonderful seeing you your emotion light is now turned into sort it's of a party not, situation it's so cr i think it means that it's like dying or something about to catch fire like, uh, it, yeah for uh, people who don't know it's now <laughs> kind of a club atmosphere in yasser's <laughs> closet this is so stupid it looks oh, incredible. So it's so crazy sorry that's there fine i'm back I'm back. I'm so thrilled about this book that you gave me. I am I uh, am always encouraging people to it's something I learned that there's no such thing as a good reader. There's only a good rereader, and I think that's very true. Right. You reread something once you have the full picture, you're going to find out all kinds of new information about the book. You're going to enjoy it even more. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do it. Do it for us. Yes, do it for yes, sir. If not for me, I know you won't do anything <laughs> for me. Oh gosh. Anyway. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Yasser, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. For and uh, hopefully we'll be able to sit down at dinner soon and just talk about things we don't like openly. Finally. Finally. <laughs> All right. Well, take care of yourself there, out there in the world, and uh, we'll be back again soon. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here
myself perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home. 